Hey, I personally don't think um, it makes sense to have a project and, you know, have a lot of moving pieces and not have all those moving pieces in one place. Like, ha having a bunch of moving pieces is completely fine. Like, that's the nature of projects when you're, you know, managing these projects. But you don't have to have them all over the place. You can find a location where you can wrap them all up and put them there and make it easy for you and anybody on the project team to get a hold of. That's what today's episode is about. That's what I want to talk about. Uh, it's it's probably a, uh, a topic that I should have talked about kind of like a little minute ago. But um, I don't know how I didn't cover this in the past. <laughs> I need to do better planning. Um, also, I got to apologize for uh, missing the last couple weeks uh, of the episode uh, of, of the show. The, a week before that, I mean, the, that first week that I missed, I was preparing for vacation. And in the second week, I was on vacation. I know y'all heard me talk about this before, where I need to batch my episodes. I'm getting to that. You know what I'm saying? I'm mad busy. And you know what I mean? As much as I want to pour into this podcast and give y'all so much more, you know, I, that time will come. And right now, I'm just giving you the best that I can. Uh, and hopefully, you bear with me. Um, all right, let's talk about these uh, the uh, project sites. So, I'm going to go through like seven things that you could put on your project site. So, it's not really I'm telling you what to do here. I'm more so telling you, or okay, I am telling you what to do, but it's more so for you to learn how to do, how to think about it. Um, the concept that I'm bringing here is, you know, put everything in one place. But I'm going to be kind of more specific when I tell you what these seven things are that you could put on your site. But these are not the only seven things you could put on here. You can put whatever you want. So the first one is the project scope. The project scope is, uh, you know, it's a text, uh, like a text-based thing. So put the project scope on there. Have it always available to anybody who wanted to read it. Um and anything text-based. So, yeah, you could put the project scope there, but maybe you think the project scope will be better in OneNote, which I, I would tend to agree. Maybe you could put the project scope in OneNote and, you know, just link to it from the site. So maybe you have a button that says project scope that sits on the site, um, as opposed to taking up real estate with a text-based project scope that, in my opinion, people probably won't read more than once. Uh, or they only reference it when it's time to like check somebody on something. So don't take up too much real estate with your text. But if you feel you know that you should put text at the top of your site and your project scope is five, six sentences long, three, four sentences long, whatever, put the project scope on there. The whole point that I'm making is again, it's more so of a concept, is that the project scope is text based, and you could put anything text based on your project site. So project scope, that's one. Number two is announcements. So you can make timely and important announcements to your team. And you could make announcements to your team in various ways, you know, in person, send out an email, whatever. But if you want to have all your announcements in one place because maybe somebody missed an email, maybe somebody wasn't at a project team meeting, uh, maybe someone just missed it for whatever reason, you can publish those announcements on the site and then anytime anybody wants to reference an old announcement or run through all of the announcements 
or just look for the most current announcement. It's all there. It's just sitting right there. You can do that. Uh, it's actually a pretty great uh, feature. Uh, real low maintenance to manage on a on a SharePoint site. Just get it spun up really quick with the um, announcements web part. Is it or the news news web part? I'm sorry. So number three, an issue tracker. So you want to keep track of like if it's you know if it's a software, maybe you keep track of bugs, or you just keep track of problems overall or tasks, or whatever. The concept is again, the issue tracker is going to be built on a SharePoint list. So the concept here I'm trying to preach is that you want to use a SharePoint list to track whatever it is that's important to the project. Um, you got your stakeholder list. You got your risk um, register. You got your maybe some SWOT analysis going on. All of those things, your issue tracker, action log, whatever you want to call it, those will be built on SharePoint lists and you can have them all on your site. So don't create different spreadsheets and have them sitting all over the place for these for these tools, for these uh uh these yeah, for these tools that you're gonna use. Make them SharePoint lists and keep them in the site. Now if you you know are not familiar with how lists work, you need like a kind of like a starter like a starter uh class. That is on my YouTube channel. How uh, and you can use the um, the stakeholder management video to see that. But the issue tracker and any other list that you make, if you're making them inside of Excel, like that's the only place you know how to do do it. Okay, fine. But at least take all those Excel spreadsheets and put them on this project site that I'm talking about. And yes, you could put them inside of a document library, but that's just the beginning. You could use web parts to to highlight these tools and put them like right there on the front page of your project site. Um, that's something else we could talk about. But just know that creating a list is going to uh, be the best. While if you're going to have to do it on spreadsheets because you're not familiar with lists yet, at least put all the spreadsheets on this project site. Okay. You can also have a calendar of events. So you can add like project milestones. Um, so the team members can view these things. And again, this is a concept because again, it's, it's a, this will be a web part. This is what's called a web part, uh, on a SharePoint page. You have a, you create a web, I mean, you open up the web, uh, pay, edit the page, add a web part, you, you know, the event web part is one way to do it. And then you can update that event web part with, uh, events. So, Whatever you deem as important dates on your project site, you can use that event web part to do it. You don't have to, um, you know, create an Outlook calendar elsewhere and have people go over there to check out the events. You you could do that and then link to it from the site, but um, every group that you create inside of SharePoint, I mean inside of Microsoft 365, comes with... Uh, a calendar every 365 group that you create so you could use that group calendar via a web part to you know put ca a calendar of events on there it's all it's all about preference that's the thing Microsoft will give you 33 different ways to do a thing and then it's up to you to pick which one you like um, I mean that's kind of like the gift and the curse uh, but but 
I mean, it is. That's what it is. So since that's the reality, we're gonna work with that. And um, there's so many different ways to do this, but just know that you have the ability to put dates, important dates that you deem necessary on your site. You can do that. It's a thing, and it's just a matter of how do you want to do it. Um, a library. So if you use Teams, you already know it comes with a library. If you use SharePoint, when you create a SharePoint site, that comes with a library as well. Um, fun fact, you probably already know this, but when you create that team and it comes with that library, the, share, the corresponding SharePoint site to that team uses the same library. So if you upload it in Teams library, you're going to see it on the SharePoint site library as well. Um, regardless, you definitely need a library to put all your project documents in there. I don't care what kind of document it is, put it inside of this library. Because if it's, you know, five documents, no big deal. We could just have them in there and it's fine. If you got maybe 30, 35 documents, we can put them in there, add some metadata, put some descriptions on the documents, you know, do some grouping, whatever, to like break down your documents, make them easy to scan, make them easy to consume, stuff like that. Put a link to them on the, on the front page of the site. Um, I mean... There's just so many benefits, and I need to shoot a video for this because I can show you better than I can tell you. Right now, this podcast episode is just for you to understand one main concept. You need a one-stop shop for your project uh, and project assets. But the video is going to be me showing you, like, you know, what I mean here. Uh, I'm going to drop that really soon. So... Just give me some time again, you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm busy. I got a lot going on. <laughs> um, just just work with me, you know what I'm saying? Um, a dashboard. So actually, let me recap real quick. So number one is a project scope or anything text-based. Number two is announcements. Number three, uh, an issue tracker or anything that a SharePoint list can support. Number four is calendar of events, you know, any important dates. Number five is a library. All of your documents, get them in there. And now number six is a dashboard. So let's say there's some stats that you're tracking that are important to the project. You definitely want to get that uh, get that up on the site um, because maybe leadership is going to need to see this. Maybe you need to see it or the team members need to see it. All stakeholders are going to have some type of... Um, interest in a snapshot that shows them quickly what's going on so you know basically the health of the project whatever stats you're tracking um yeah put that on your dashboard and then take the dashboard and embed it on the site you could do that doing using power bi that's my favorite you can if you're not familiar with power bi you can you know probably t make kind of like a you could use a SharePoint list to give you a snapshot. You know, you can finagle uh, some group views and, you know, whatever. I'm not going to get into that. But you can do that. You can show some basic information with a list. There's a web part where you could kind of, you know, show like a little uh, basic stats. If, you know, if you're familiar with Excel, you can export your stuff to Excel, put it inside of a pivot table, make a pivot chart, and then embed that on the SharePoint site. Just like I said earlier, you have options. Microsoft is saying, hey, take all these different ways. Do it what you will. All right. And then um, finally, the last one is Teams. 
So a lot of organizations use teams. Uh, hold on, let me back up. What I mean by teams is that you can put a link to the team site where all of the communication goes down. And the reason I'm saying this is because organizations are definitely still using SharePoint. Um, they're not heavy into teams yet. And if that, and when that's the case, that means, uh, you know, they don't wake up and dive right into um, teams and get going. And that's fine. I do think that's where we're all headed eventually. Or those of us using Microsoft 365 tools for the regular communication, you're going to be diving into teams first. But for those of you that aren't, where you you know there's people who start through SharePoint, put a link to the team where all of that communication goes down. Now, if you are heavily using Teams, you could do everything that I just said and then just add it as a tab inside of Teams. So you got your team. It comes with the, the files tab. You also see the post tab where all the communication happens. But you got that plus sign where when you hit the plus sign at the top of the team, then you can add, you know, other Microsoft and third-party tools. It's a great feature. It's a good thing they did that. You know what I mean? I'm glad they thought about doing that. Um, so you can, so that whole site that I was talking about, you can hit the plus sign and add a SharePoint site right into your team. And it's fine if the button for Teams is still there that links you to Teams. You won't need that button if um, you're using, uh, uh, if, you use, if you're heavily using Teams. But the person who may be new to the organization, maybe don't know where this team is located, whatever, if they start from SharePoint, that button being there is great. So just know that all of the stuff that I talked about, anything I'm talking about on SharePoint, you can always embed on Teams. I just got to go SharePoint because not everybody's using Teams, and some organization Teams is not uh, doesn't work as great as it should because of the way that organization has it implemented. Um, but that's pretty much it. That's actually uh, what I just said about teams. That's something I should probably talk about as well. But the seven things, I'm going to recap one more time. The seven things you um, can add to your project website. One is the project scope and other text-based information. Two are announcements. Three, an issue tracker or other SharePoint list based items anything you need to track a calendar of events or any thing or anything that will that or anything you need to track dates you can have a calendar of events you can have project milestones whatever you know what i mean you can add things where you need to you know i mean you could put something aside that tracks dates um a library definitely need a library you always need a library because there's going to be project documents and you want to put those in there a dashboard a dashboard is a snapshot of the health of um, your uh, your uh, your project. All the stakeholders involved always need a uh, have a need for that uh, type of thing. A dashboard. Then a link to Teams. So again, if your organization is not heavily using Teams, instead y'all are using SharePoint, it is great to have a link out to that team so that you can um, easily get to that team. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the SharePoint Help Desk podcast that you've been listening to. I really appreciate um, you tuning in and being patient. If you're listening to this and you're like, yo, where's this guy been for the last two weeks? <laughs> um, 
I, I just want to say thank you for being patient. You know what I mean? There's a million podcasts in the world. You can be listening to any of them. And the fact that you're just tuning in here, listening to me, and, you know, uh, hopefully finding value, just know that I appreciate that. I did, I'm not doing any LinkedIn love this week. Um, it, it'll be back next week. And then also, speaking of LinkedIn, make sure you follow me there. T-H-E-R-M-A-N-T-R-O-T-M-A-N. Um, and follow the SharePoint Help Desk page on LinkedIn as well. Got some cool stuff coming out there. That's it. Really appreciate it. Thank you for tuning in. I'll talk to you all next time.